This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome again to this week in ITFC history. My name is David Diamond. I'll be here each and every week alongside the man of a million spreadsheets, author of Ipswich Down, Stats.com, top ITFC historian. Ladies and gents, he's back again. It's the renegade stat man. We will be looking back at the names, the games, the wins, the draws and the losses that occurred this week in ITFC history. How are you doing, Stat? Easy, mate. Great. Easy, mate. Well... Um, yeah, last week we should have been here. We should have been here a week ago, shouldn't we? Yeah, unfortunately, there was a few events that, that <laughs> came up. I, I like to call them the the M events, which stopped us from um, recording last week. So we had we had Morrissey. Oh yeah, Mother's Day. Oh yeah, meetings. Mick, <laughs> Mick, <laughs> mauling of the tigers. <laughs> oh. So yeah, uh, last well Saturday week I was at the London Palladium watching Morrissey. Oh yes, you were. And he was on top form, and actually he um he outed himself as a as a Mick outer. Oh, did he? Yeah. So he played a, a Mick out song, which was November spawned a monster, <laughs> and clearly November was making reference to the first of November two thousand and twelve when Mick was appointed. Yeah, he didn't he didn't that song in 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 November out in May or no that didn't come up the lyric. Oh, uh, it, it it sort of you know. It, Make his own decision when he goes. It was a line, you know. <laughs> um, we must say um, it's, we're recording this on Monday after the um, disappointing day, you know, disappointing game at Bristol City. The defeat, the one 0 defeat over the weekend at Bristol City. Um, and myself and Stat and Ben, our other uh, podcast uh, colleague, had a really good good day trip to Bristol and back. Great. Stat was driving, which was brilliant. Thank goodness. Um, Good time, wasn't it? Great time, yeah. It was, and obviously we well we went and stopped at Ben's on the way down. So for anybody who doesn't know where where Ben lives, he's got quite a few houses. But we were lucky enough to go to his house in St Albans, was it? Yeah, London Colney to be precise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was all very pleasant. His uh, his girlfriend Shay- Shaley, Shaley, yeah. that is a lovely breakfast. That was nice. And then we 
we trotted off down to Bristol and we um, got to the pub around about midday, didn't we, Stat? And um, met the lovely people from the South West Supporters Branch. They were all fantastic. Yeah, John Ranger was there. Yeah. I was a little bit worried after a while where people come up to me saying, are you, are you Stat or are you the Stat Man? And I'm thinking, oh, I hope this person wants to shake my hand and not punch me in the face. Unfortunately... I only got punched in the face four times, <laughs> and my hand was, was shook five times, so that was good. And you also had the pleasure of meeting Mr. Ian Milne's dad. Oh, Ian Milne. Well, you know, you know me, as I'm, a, I'm a little bit shy. You know, forget what the, the, the public persona is. And I saw him, and I thought, just, just go and speak to him. And I, I couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't I had to physically you, pull you over, didn't I? You did. Pull you there. What I liked was that he then, he was talking to another guy, and he told me to kind of wait there. And to be fair, I listened for, only for about 30 seconds to him talking to the other guy. And then he said, right, um... Stat, I think is what he called me. He was he was keen to, to call me by that as well. I um, didn't tell him that I was the renegade stat man. He said, um, so I, I basically told him some of my thoughts about what I think we should be doing at, as, at the club and going forward and stuff. And I was really pleased that as I was asking him the question, I was thinking, I've had this opportunity to kind of ask the, the almost top dog there. Yeah, yeah. And um, I finished my question and then suddenly to, to the right of me, Ian was standing to the left of me, to the right of me, I heard a sort of a, <clears throat> I think, I can answer this question on behalf of Mr. Milne. <laughs> I looked across and there was this, this lovely guy, actually. He was a lovely guy afterwards, um, Paul Eastwood. Eastwood. Yeah. And um, he, he he certainly got the, the Roy Keane glare. And I'm thinking, what? I haven't waited all this time to ask no. Mr. Milne this question. And um, I th- Ian was, was good enough. He spotted the fact that I was a little bit frustrated and he cut, cut Paul short. short. Yeah. I think you've got, you've got to say, you know, whatever you say about the club and, you know, Ian Marcus Evans and Ian Milne, and obviously Ian Milne's very much Marcus Evans' um, sort of voice box, really, for the yeah. club. He does put, him, you know, it's not the first time I've seen him out, you know, at places, you know, at pubs beforehand. So he does put himself, and he could have, he, him and his pal, you know, who he was with, his co- colleagues or friends, whoever he was with, um, could have just, you know, kept out of the way, out of the court, out, you know, up the corner yeah. of the pub. But no, he, went, he did come, to be fair to him, came out of his way to meet and speak to the fans. So fair play to him. Yeah, he, I mean, he, spent, he spent a fair bit of time with me and asked execs. a few questions. Yeah. And you, you said on, on Sunday or Monday's pod uh, that, you know, he gave, you know, was a bit of a politician. And to be fair, I'd say 90% of what he said I hadn't heard before. But he, for anybody who, who thinks that they, they'd like Mick McCarthy to go, I think he gave me the, the biggest chink of light that, you know, potentially yeah. that could be happening. Yeah. But then obviously we uh, then went off to the game and, you know, that was well. We'd still be playing now, and we wouldn't yeah, have scored. We would have I think no, no, not so good. I thought the highlight of the game was um, Justin Justin Grimwood or Tricky McTrickerson, as he's known on Twitter. Um, um, I think tweeted uh, partway through the second half. I think after we'd conceded and say, actually, lads, to cheer you up. If you look to your left, you could see the block of flats where they filmed Only Fools and Horses. It was Nelson Mandela House where That's they right, filmed. Yeah, fantastic. So that, yeah, it was best part of the almost the best part of the day other than the breakfast probably Ben. So. Oh the breakfast was, was was lovely and then obviously we, we went back to the car. The uh, so we, we uh, just an advert for Just Park, but you know we so we used Just Park and ended up parking in some guy's drive and um, when we got back to the car he came out and he was a great host, wasn't he? Offered us in. Oh, he's fantastic. To to I think I think I think he could have given us better directions and saying turn left here guys. Yeah but I know. Anyway Let's move on. We need to go back further than Saturday, don't we, Stat? We do. So where has the machine taken us first this week? So it's the 21st to the 27th of March, and as you know, you like a bit of a weather weather check. So most people think that the 21st to the 27th of March is a very cold time, and you know there's snow on the ground, which would be absolutely ridiculous. You know, it's it's usually a lovely time. We're probably wearing t-shirts and stuff like that. So yeah, 21st to the 27th of March, and I believe we're we're getting into clocks going forward time. Yeah, certainly. I thought by the twenty seventh. Yeah, I mean they go forward 
this coming weekend. So will that make yeah. this pod an hour longer or, or shorter? <laughs> I'll have to work that <laughs> yeah, out. work that one out. So let's move on. So we go back to that <sighs> fateful, fearful, horrible... It- yeah, I mean, I'm 1963, 64. Despite, you know, 94, 95, which obviously we all remember, most of us remember, um, yeah, this is still comfortably the worst season in yeah. Ipswich's history. War, war Jackie. War Jackie. Oh, hey, Jackie I'll, Milburn. I'll, oh, you've perfected that stat. I've been, been working on that. Was in, war was, Jackie. Was in the away dugout because we yeah. were away to uh, Stoke City, who at the time um, were just waiting for their move to the Britannia Stadium. It had just <laughs> almost finished, so they were still at. Yeah, it's about another thirty-five years away. Uh, but yeah, they, they lost. You know, they couldn't get the labour at one point and stuff like that. So they were <laughs> still at the Victoria the, Ground. Yeah, I think they dug the footings by then. I think that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Uh, the previous weekend, we'd just come off the back of a six-nil defeat at Anfield. Yeah. So, so Jackie was looking for a bit of bounce back ability. We did. We weren't travelling where were we? We weren't travelling. Well, we weren't travelling anywhere well. <laughs> um, and the Stoke City manager was Tony Waddington. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, did he go on to make uh, Monopoly? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he yeah. Saw my joke. Yeah. Yeah. Right, sorry, did, stat. Yeah. Sorry, stat. Yeah. Probably Cluedo as well. I don't know. Um, he. Um, yeah, obviously some longevity. That really shows you the longevity of managers then because he was also their manager eight years later when they won their first ever trophy, which was the Football League Cup in 1972. They beat Chelsea at Wembley 2-1. Who, who scored? George Eastham and uh, I want to say Terry Conroy, but I'm not sure. Oh. Well, we'll go with that. George Eastman and Terry Conroy. Might be wrong. Someone will pull me up. George Eastham, I'm sure, scored. But um, uh, the, yeah, the, go on, Stat, sorry. The stat machine... Um... You know, is can play a bit of devil's advocate, but as it always says, you know, you do mention that we're looking at the wins, the draws, and the losses and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it's making up for the losses this week when we when we look Go down give, at the. Give, I think you've got to give the scores. Yeah, um, shall I <laughs> shall I do it in the James Alexander Gordon? Got to. Yeah, that's the only one that I can perfect, and even that is rubbish. I'll do. I'll tell you how. So, Football League Division One. Ooh, okay, that wasn't yet. Football League Division One. <laughs> Stoke City Nine. <laughs> Bracket, open bracket. N I N E. Close bracket. Yeah. Ipswich Town, one. <laughs> no bracket. Absolutely crazy. Um, wow. So, Stokes' home record win is 9 0. So ah. it, was, it was almost, I went back okay. to have a look. Yeah. So, it wasn't quite St- uh, Stokes' I home assume, record win. I assume prior to that, did it occur? Or it doesn't really matter. I assume it would happen prior to that, wouldn't it? They wouldn't have had. But anyway, it doesn't. Yeah, matter. I, I think it was. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it was two years before they were playing um, uh, Forest Green Rovers. <laughs> I've, I've no idea. I don't know. So, let, let, uh, unsurprisingly, there's no footage of this. Um, oh. And I, I spoke to GB, um, but he he actually wasn't at this game. Was he that, not? No, that was his thirtieth um, birthday. <laughs> so he was. At... I was going. I was going to be quite so bad. I was going to say it was his eighteenth, but uh-huh. uh, you know. Yeah. Um, so let's just rattle through the goals a bit like the um, the, the Stoke City on, forwards. Mate, I've got quite a bit to yeah. say about this game. So we've got Violet. Yeah. So this was De- so Dennis Violet scored yeah. a hat trick. Um, well, I haven't got to that yet. Oh, sorry. Go on. Oh, yeah. oh I see you're going in. So we've yeah. okay. Go on then. Den- is, was that Dennis Violet? Yeah. That's my script. But you ruined that. So two one nil after two minutes. Yeah. Four minutes. Dobbing. Dobbing. One B. Sorry. Uh, sorry, stat. I, I know. I've, I've come over all unnecessary there. Yeah. He also, again, he also spent a lot of time. He also played in that. Pretty sure he'd have played in the League Cup yeah. eight years later. Yeah. Dobing. Yeah. Puts uh, Stoke 2 0 up after four minutes. <laughs> and then the comeback happens. Oh, yeah. And uh, Broadfoot get one, gets one back for us on the 19th minute. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, we're go- it's going to be a tight game from after that. <laughs> 
twentieth uh, minute, so a minute later, <laughs> Sammy uh, Sammy McElroy. <laughs> yeah, I want to say that who who is the McElroy? Jimmy, I, I think it's Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy Mac, and he is actually Sammy McElroy's dad. I'm not sure he is. Yeah, but well, so, he is for now. He is three. I think it's his older brother. Three actually. one after twenty minutes. Uh, uh, Dennis Violet. Oh, he scores another. Yeah, forty three. So mm-hmm. that that's four one. Mm-hmm. And then he scores again Ooh. five minutes after. He's got a hat trick, Dave. He did. Hey, yeah. So that's uh, what five. Five one, no, I've missed one, Four. two, three, five one. Yeah. Yep. Um. Then a minute later, Richie, Andy Richie, is it? John Richie. John Richie. Yeah. Yep. Scores the fifty-first minute. Then John Richie scores again <laughs> in the sixty-seventh minute, and then to round off what would have been a horrible trip was um Bennington. Bennington. Chester. <laughs> probably no, probably not. Chester's dad. Lincoln Park. Have I got that right? Yeah, you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But the reason that the stat machine brought us here was because it picks things out. And that goal by Chester Bennington in the 90th minute um, <clears throat> was the 100th goal that we had conceded in the league that season. <laughs> by the end of March. Yeah. <laughs> um, stuff I'd like to pick up on this. Dennis Violet, you, yeah. you know, survived the Munich air crash. He did. Yeah, so I mean, again, well, that was before this, wasn't it? Uh, yes, it so was. So I'm assuming yeah. he did because he scored a hat trick. Well, well yeah, us. no, but okay, yeah. you know, for, for yeah. those who don't know, surviving so the aircraft. Um, prolific, scored like 190 goals for Man U. I mean, I really didn't. I when I saw this was coming out, yeah. I checked that 190 goals. So one of the original, um, one of the original Busby Babes, John Ritchie's interesting. John yeah. Ritchie, Stoke's all-time record goal scorer. Um, he had two spells at Stoke. In his second spell, after spells, I think at Sheffield Wednesday. His career was cut short by, I think, a double fracture of the leg in, I think, 1974-75. And I believe, I think I've got this right, as a result of a tackle by Alan Hunter. Oh, big Al. Mm-hmm. And from that day, I'm sure I've read this. Probably, it's probably now I've got it wrong. It's Kevin Beatty, But I think it was Alan Hunter. And every time after that, he played at Stoke. Terrible reception. Terrible reception. Because yeah. the crowd hung it on him, you know. I, don't think it was, I think it was a fair tackle. It's one of those unfortunate ones. It was like a double, um, yeah, a double leg break. So yeah, well, not well, good. When you say that he, he got a terrible reception, do you mean like on his TV? On his yeah, yeah. on his trying to <laughs> trying to trying to tune in his FM. L- London Colney, you, you get <laughs> London Colney. You don't get any reception. No, no reception there <laughs> we, whatsoever. We won't go there. Though. Um, and so uh, that was game thirty-four, God. and we were, we were still bottom. We'd always yeah. been bottom, I think, from about the 16th of October. Oh, slippery start. I think we went on. Did we not concede like 121 that season? Yeah. So we still had another 21 games and to go. So 34 games and we, we'd got 16 points. Yeah, I think we finished. And I'm, I'm sure that season I've seen that we rallied a bit towards the end and actually did win a couple of games. And I think Broadfoot, who scored in this game, actually scored quite a few goals. Yeah. I got a great number one from then. Oh, 1964. You went back that I far, thought yeah. I would. I just thought I would because I thought, I thought it could be... Go on. 1964. Yeah. Bros? Nah, nah. It's Spice Girl. No, it's um <laughs> it was little it was Little Children by Billy J Kramer and the Dakotas. Little Children. Da, 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 da. Know that one? You look Little Children. Da, 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 I remember hearing it in the back of my dad's car. There you go, mate. Yeah. There you go. Billy Joe Kramer and the Billy Billy Joe. Billy J Kramer and the Dakotas, mate. And the Dakotas. Yeah, I think they were another um Band spawn net of Liverpool by the Beatles and yeah, you know. Well, I'd have thought Jerry that they would come from the searchers, the, the badlands of Dakota. Yeah, apparently no. no, no. But yeah, not a great season that stat. But no, um, not, not great. But at least we had um, the little children by. 
Billy, Billy, Jay, Jay Kramer. Billy Joe Kramer. Billy, Billy Joe Kramer. Billy Joe Kramer. And the Dakotas. And, and the Crabs. Yeah. That's what he should have gone with, wasn't it? <laughs> and anyway, let's go off to our next game where the stat machine has taken us to... Actually, it's given us a bit of a kick in this week. We've just seen where, where we're going next. A right shoeing, mate. So yes. on aggregate. Yeah. Um, yes, we're already 9-1 down in aggregate. Cool. And we're going to have to have a massive comeback in the next three games. So Roy Keane's in, in the dugout. It's, it's 2009-10. Um, it's the 23rd of March, 2010. It's a Tuesday night, and we are at home to Plymouth Argyle. But it's, again, staggering, eight years ago. I yep. cannot place this game. I was there. Cannot believe that's eight years ago. Now, the crowd's not bad. I mean, it's a Tuesday it's night. Good. We're playing Plymouth. They probably haven't Just brought up many on the ferry or whatever. 20, yeah, 19,316. Like mm. But I think a lot of people were there to see the returning legend. Yes. PM, yeah. Paul Mariner, who was the, the uh, Plymouth manager at that point. Was he caretaker or was their full-time manager? I think he was their full-time point. manager, wow. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a um, couple of things that jump out from this game. Uh, David Stockdale was in goal for uh, Plymouth, who I believe are called the Pilgrims. David Stockdale was in goal for Plymouth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, oh, did, wow. I, I look at your neck. Wow. You see, I, I had that little pause thinking, what, I haven't gone for a wow. Tulsa roughneck okay. moment, have I? Yeah. He was in goal, yeah. Um, Yannick Balassi was a name that yeah. kind of jumped out. He was he was playing for them. and um, or, Yann, or, or if you've called him Yannick Bolaise. But anyway, we, yeah. we, won't, we won't. It's all phonetically written down <laughs> here. And then we got. Uh, then they also had Rory oh, Fallon good on the old bench. Rory. Who, yeah. as, we, as we all know, was Roy Keane's uh, last signing as, <laughs> as it was a because oh, there was no money. So we had to sign um, Division Three or whatever. Uh, Rory Fallon from Plymouth, a lumbering centre forward, I'd put. Paul, yeah. yeah. Whereas Paul Jewell obviously then took over and then got Jimmy Bullard in on twenty grand a week. So I'm not quite <laughs> sure what happened there. But let's not focus on that too much. Uh, uh, Thirty-four minutes. Bradley Wright Phillips. Oh yeah. You're going to tell me that he's related to Sean Wright Phillips or something like that? No, I'm not having no. that. Um, he's... Or Ian Wright? No, I'm not having that at all. No, that's silly. No, well, he, he's dark. not Ian Wright Phillips, is he? Um, so 34 minutes, he scored a header to put Plymouth 1-0 up. And in the second half, Joe Mason, um, this joke could just run, is he Paul's cousin? Don't, yeah. know, don't get me started on yeah. Paul Mason. He had a he had a tap in after 78 minutes and it ended 2-0. Now, this was our 39th game that season. We were 16th in the league and we had 47 points. But one of the things was it was our first yeah, home Christ. defeat since September. Blimey. Yeah, we were... You know, I think it was a terrible start where we didn't we didn't win for for quite a while. But I think you we know, at home win. we were starting to be a bit we solid. Didn't win till end of October, Halloween, yeah. did we? Was that yeah. stupid? Yeah, uh, it was a horror show for the opposition. Yeah. But so I decided that I'd contact um, Paul Mariner on on Twitter mm. to ask him about the game. Yep. And so I was kind of like, "Hi, PM. You know, you're a, you're always one of my favourite players. What was it like when you played uh, when you managed Plymouth at Ipswich?" And um, to be fair, he came back to me and he said. Uh, what did he say? We defended as a group and had real pace up front that unhinged hashtag ITFC, oh. which is what I liked. Okay. And yeah. I can't I can't argue with him. I, I think it, this Plymouth game was one of the ones that will just go down well, in I history think, as I think if they had Brad, unforgettable. If they had Bradley Wright Phillips and certainly more than that, Yannick Bolassi in the exactly. side, they certainly had pace, yeah. I think. Yeah. But they didn't. They had Yannick Bolays. Bolays, yeah. yeah. Um, so then I thought, well, I'm on a bit of a roll here with, with, with Paul Mariner. Oh. And I heard another story. So I said, uh, thanks for that, PM. Great, yeah. And some other comments. I said, was there any truth in the rumour about 
you and uh, Roy Keane um, not having an after match drink together because it was in the in the press about the fact that maybe Roy hadn't invited him or stuff. Controversial start, and then that's where it went dead. Yeah, I think if we were on the telephone, I would have heard a heard a click. Beep. But this game for me is more famous than the. Uh, you know, it's more famous for uh, another reason. Did, did he misplace his specs? He did. So at the end of the game, those fans were there. I think you had um, Rob Chandler. Can I do me Rob Chandler impression? Go on then. Uh, Fortunate uh, haircut, I always think. Yeah, well, I'm not going to comment on that. But, well, no, um, but no. Uh, go on. The, and I'll do my Rob Chandler. Just, yeah, I've, go got, I've got to get into the in, into it first of all. So uh, today's attendance is uh, 13,031. <laughs> Thank you all for... For coming and uh, all that rubbish. Anyway, so uh, Rob Chandler went, uh, there's a message for all fans, all Ipswich Town fans. Uh, if any of you have seen a a pair of glasses, um, they have been... Um, dropped. Whoops, dropped, yeah, by um, the Plymouth manager. I uh-huh. might have even said Paul Mariner. Okay. But yeah, and I think that some lady in the in the Cobbold, you know, part of the Cobbold Massive had, had found the glasses and handed them back to... To PM, all's well that ends yeah. well. Stat. Apart from obviously, he, him, and Roy didn't have a drink together, but he didn't like to comment. Maybe on there's that. some delay over the glasses. Maybe he just, you know, just couldn't, didn't think he could find his way to the boardroom or put Roy Keane's office. Yeah, could it's, be. Yeah, yeah. his dungeon. His dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> and there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Oh no! So, so not a great start. Cheer us up, stat. Yeah, so cheer us up, mate. I'll tell you, if if you need to be cheer, uh, cheered up, then there's only one manager that you want to bring the entertainment oh, to us. So, the good times, yeah. ro- let the good times roll. Yeah. So in the home dugout was Michael Joseph McCarthy, <laughs> and in the opposition dugout, oh Steve. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Steve, Steve, McLaren. Steve, Steve McLaren. Steve McLaren for sure. He. For sh- 
For sure. He was managing the Rams. His Rams. Got to concentrate on those set pieces. Yeah. So it was... Um, That's why he sound like Sean Connery, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Shet Peaches. It's not very easy to say Shet Peaches as, really. as a Dutchman. So it was Derby County were in town. They were fourth uh, uh, before the game. It was a Tuesday night and 17,399 fans had yeah, turned yeah, we, up. We yeah. take that now. Yeah, we on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, we'd just beaten Brighton away 2-0. Oh, I went, oh, I went to that game. Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah, Williams. That's when... Oh, well, not quite yeah. a spoiler alert. Williams was brilliant. Yeah, great little, great little move to set up um, Murphy cracking goal. Yeah, remember that. So we were, we were, you know, that was a decent result. I think a way to a way to Brighton. Yeah, and uh, so we were all, you know, pumped up to you know, suddenly you've got another team, you know, above Promo- us. Promotion chasing Derby. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, Thirty-four seconds later, after <laughs> kickoff, Patrick Bamford had yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Stuck the ball in the back of the, the he north like, stand. He likes scoring against us, yeah. doesn't he? He played for. Borough. Boy, he scored a hat trick yeah. in the playoff season. That's right. And he scored a. Did he not score a brace the other week? Was it? Did he score two the other? Did I say the other week was even before so long ago. Now yeah. we're back in November. I said the other week. When you talk about the other week, do you mean the other week in 2013-14, or do you do you mean in real real time? Oh, I'm talking real time now, aren't I? Sorry, carry was on. At, that. Was he at Norwich as well? Yes, he was on loan. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, he he put the Rams one uh, nil up. And we went in at halftime, 1-0 down. But in the second half, with less than just over 20 minutes to go, Johnny Esther, number number 50 on his shirt. It must be number 50. Was this his first spell? He had so yeah, many, I made yeah. a point of that. I put first spell question yeah, so he had I'm pretty 50, sure it was. 50 on the back of his shirt, which is the highest squad number yeah. that we've ever had. Yeah, He scored a 30-yarder. That was a great strike. It was goal of the season, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, what a strike. It's one of those strikes where he got a short free kick. Or, or OK, admittedly, they didn't really close him down. But even so, yeah, I don't think they expected him to hit. It was a hit and it got like, I don't know, two feet off the ground all the way. Then it's a hell of a goal. Yeah. Who would have been in goal for Derby? Oh, Any takers? He, he's that guy I don't like. By, not Bywater? No. The other guy, Camp? I would have been, been Lee Camp. Camp. I don't know. He he's, might been, have been. He's, he's been there. Yeah. He was at Forest. Might have been Lee Camp. Possibly, yeah. So that was uh, uh, 1-1 in the 68th minute. And then in the, the 91st minute, we were into uh, oh. time added on. Yeah. Cressy has a corner. <laughs> Comes in and, and, and bearers. Big, like, cr- yeah. big Chris. Yeah. Thunders it in. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Love that. In the back of the net. And he has a you know a, a great celebration running in front of the, the, the North Stand yeah. fans. Yeah. Well, brilliant. the Bobby Robson Stand fans. And we, so, that, that was game 38. So again, we're having a good time. I mean, we I, can't, I can't recall us that season, how close we ended up to the playoffs. So 57 points, eighth place, 38 games is is that what we played now? We played 39. Yeah, 38, played yeah. 30, and we're on 52 Two. now. Uh, and we're about, oh no, yeah, about 10. So whether it was a bit more bunched up back then, because we're, I think we're like 10 points out now, aren't we? Is it 10 or, I don't know, something like that. It's the biggest gap, is it now, I think, yeah. for, for a while. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, yeah. You love to see last minute winners. It was a classic. Great game, that. Really good That really game. was, yeah. It was, yeah, it, was it, was great, it just was a great game. One of those special games under the under the lights. And do you know what? You know, you lie about that game. There was a place in the team for Williams, and Williams was brilliant that first spell, wasn't yeah. he? You know, but I think he did, he... did he get injured sooner? I think I think he may have even played fairly much all of that first spell to the end of the season. Well, Maybe I, he didn't. I can't remember. I've made a note that actually he, he was injured... Directly after he he hit the ball because it was the hardest he'd actually hit the ball and um he, he's he's <laughs> he might have glass been. leg shattered 
Yeah, so, so uh, apologies to uh, to GB on that. Sorry, GB. But, but anyway, yeah. now is the time that we throw in our um, guess the manager game. So if you remember our, our oh. game that we started the previous week. So what I'd like to know is before Steve McLaren. I haven't got a clue. And after Steve McLaren. Uh, I'll throw in Nigel Clough. Before or after? I would say before Steve McLaren. Correct. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Um. After Steve McLaren. So, so who was Steve McLaren's successor? They've had so bloody many, haven't they? Um, well, I only want one. I want the well, one well, directly no, after Well, they said no. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't give us a clue, Stat. Give us a clue. He managed Derby after Steve McLaren. <laughs> um, he, his second name, or his surname, is... Also, the first name of a guy who used to be on the BBC's championship show. He used to go to other grounds. He'd be like the roving reporter. It's Clement, isn't it? Yeah. It's Clement. It's Paul Clement. Paul Clement. Wow. That's pretty, you, you that's got not bad from that clue. Yeah. Not bad from that clue. Yeah, it's Paul Clement. Yeah. So, yeah. Paul Clement, well done. I'll give you one point for that. Thanks, mate. So, let's move on. Go on. And so, we're going to go back to that glorious... Year, I'm going to call it 1978. This is more like it. This is getting we're getting we're getting the aggregate. We're getting the aggregate score more in line. Yeah, have now. you kept up? Kept up what the aggregate score is? Uh, at it was 11 1, 12 1. It's now 12 3. Right. Well, we might well, get back. It. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was the 27th of March 1978. But the one thing that I wanted to pick up about this was it was Easter Monday. Can you imagine playing? Uh, the opponents who are Norwich City on Easter Monday? Nah. Well, no. What the hell time would that kick off? Like, well, mid- I think mid-day? it kicked off all throughout the day, I think. <laughs> it probably did, actually. <laughs> kicked off down Portman Road, kicked off on the way near the station. And oh. funny enough, uh, well, not funny enough because Good Friday is always the Friday before Easter Monday, but on the Good Friday, we were away to the to the Amers. I went to that game and we got royally hammered 4-0. Yeah. I think David Cross scored a hat-trick. 11 a.m. kickoff. I don't I, I I don't remember what time it kicked off, but well, I remember going. What time did going. you get up that day? You must remember. <laughs> did you go up early? I I, I think my little um, my little Biggles alarm clock. Yeah. I can't remember what time that went off. But so yeah. just to put this into into context, so we played West Ham on the. Yes, this is. I'm seeing this yeah. now. Sorry, I'm sort of waving at you. Yeah. Oh my god! Go on. So we played West Ham Good Friday, <laughs> uh, 11 a.m. kickoff. Yeah. Then uh, Easter Saturday, which I do believe is 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 it the day after Good Friday? Yes. Yeah. Um, I have to check that. We drew three three away to QPR. Fuck! I I, I didn't go. I, I know I didn't go to that. I didn't yeah. stay up or go yeah. back for that one. No. And um, two days after that, on Easter Monday, Incredible. we played in the East Anglian derby. But that was the norm. Yeah, stat. That was the norm. So yeah. talk about the norm. Uh, we scored, and uh-huh. uh, Brian Talbot. Uh, th- this is one of these games it's again where game. it's. I don't remember it. I'm just relying, as you can see, I've written a little note down here saying, "Remember the goals, oh, DD." I don't. There's nothing I was on at, YouTube. I was at the game. No, I was at the game. I mean, this obviously is falling 27th of March, so a very important win because I think we were still, um, yeah, we're still in 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 with a good chance of releg- getting relegated. Yeah. I, I think we had a brief rally. I, I believe we've covered it before on the other pod that. I think it was a next home game. I think we beat Bristol City and that gave us the points. We were certainly mathematically safe about a fortnight before the cup final. But certainly um, certainly this was a very important win because we, yeah, we were flirting with relegation. Well, 
Anybody who's who's out there who's got any footage or any memories of this, this game or the goals or any stories, and you know, uh-huh. please share share them with us. I'm just going to yeah. rattle through the goals. So yeah. Tolbert puts one nil up after 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. He scored uh, a second after 32 minutes. Yeah, uh, David Geddes wow. uh, scored on just on the hour, mm-hmm. 62 minutes, mm. and then Mick Mills finished it off with a fourth goal in uh, in the 79th minute in front of. 29,989 fans. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Maybe, no, Cup semi-final tickets would have probably gone on because that was two weeks. So that was, no, no, Easter Monday, sorry, less than two weeks before the Cup semi-final, obviously, at Highbury yeah. against West Brom. So you think, oh, with so many, well, that'd have been 30. We'd, we'd always get all 30,000 pretty much for the Norwich Norwich game anyway. But, um, yeah, just, I was at the game. I, I can recall vaguely being at the games. I never really missed back in yeah. those days. But, um no, I can't remember anything just, about the goal. Was that just sort of a run-of-the-mill game in the in the 70s and 80s? We beat Norwich 4-0. And, and, just Norwich, kind of... and Norwich came to Portman Road and we beat them 5-0 or 4-0 yeah, exactly. or whatever for your score. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. That was game 34. So we were 16th. Yeah. Like you say, we were we were obviously just heading away from the relegation zone. We had 31 points now. Norwich uh, went down to, to ninth after that game, but obviously they were top six earlier in that season. And I don't know about you and some other town fans out there but when I think about you know Norwich being on the uh, ascendancy uh, I kind of think of the the early 90s in the in the Premier League and stuff like that when we're in the yeah. same league with them doing well at the top oh, of the mate, league I mean just, just think um, doing well at the top of the league yeah. Yeah, at one point they were like seven points yeah, clear, exactly yeah maybe uh, even more I never would have put 1978 as a, as a season no for them being I mean but but Norwich was sort of I mean they, they had seasons like that where they could well have been top six earlier season and perhaps ended up getting relegated I don't yeah. think they did that season I'm sure they didn't but yeah that 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 wasn't unusual for Norwich back then. That's a good players, you know, Phil Boyer, probably back then, Ted McDougall. Have you, have you got the Norwich team, by the way? I haven't, no. Oh, okay, no. I, um, for, I forgot my programmes as well. Oh, okay, just yeah, I mean, that about it. Yeah, half-decent side, you know, some good players there. You know, the stalwart that was probably, oh, Kevin Keegan in goal, obviously, Kevin yeah. Keegan. Um, and uh, Duncan Forbes probably would have played, you know, it'd been their years. So, he yeah, a no, great no, keeper no, for them. Kevin Keegan? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was a better keeper than striker, actually. Didn't you? Mind you, he didn't. He didn't. Um, when Kevin he Keelan, though, that Liverpool striker. Don't not to be confused with Kevin Keelan, the Liverpool. Oh, the one striker. who was at ha- Hamburg. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Kevin Keelan. Anyway, so the stat machine was nice to us after starting off with the, those two 12-7. horrendous defeats. Twelve seven, and I've got a number one. You got a number one. Got, oh, nine seventy eight. I'm go going to say go on, throw it in there. I'm going to just guess anything at this point, and I'm going to say you're the one that I want by Olivia oh, Newton-John. Close, same oh. year, I think. It was Kate Bush in Wuthering Heights. Oh, yeah. Thought just you know. Wuthering Heights. Wuthering, I never thought Wuthering that, Heights. I never thought we'd get that into a into a history pod. Heathcliff. So let, let's move on to um, notable uh, yes, birthdays this, this week. Yep. Um, now the first one's a bit sad because on yeah. the on the twenty first of March, our, our former striker Dalian Atkinson yeah, would have celebrated his fiftieth birthday. <laughs> Fifty. Yeah. Yeah. So around about the same age as Dizel, because I think yeah. it wasn't even. Yeah. Dizel was fifty earlier yeah, in, in yeah. the year. Oh. Um, so or last year, I think. So yeah, Daily Axel would have been fifty. Sixty-nine appearances for Town, twenty-one goals. Yeah, in, in my mind, best. Got well, to be in it. Getting there. All right, he's in the, I, I, the notes I wrote down for the listeners. It was the best hat trick ever. But we've got to argue that there's a few others that probably rival it. But I'm, I'm talking about maybe for the for the goals that he scored in this one. You know, well there was two of probably yeah. the two of the hardest shots yeah. I think I've ever seen. And I remember what I remember about those goals. You know. Remember the pitch was pretty much as bad as it is now. It was bone dry. Yeah. I seem to remember. So he must have had some quite decent weather around about you know back you know back in because that game against Middlesbrough is probably 
not far off this time of year. Um, and in that in that play. game, Mowbray and and Pallister, I want to say were yeah, the, yeah, it would have been yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony Mowbray, I like him. Just saying that. I don't mind. I quite like. Tell you, I like Mark Venus. I quite like as well. He's good. Yeah, yeah. those two together, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so he then went to Sheffield Wednesday, Dalian Atkinson, yeah. uh, for four hundred and fifty thousand. Gave him away, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, I Go. had I had a look, put the figures into the stat machine, and four hundred fifty thousand now is worth three point seven nine billion. <laughs> it's a Bitcoin. I think yeah. he. Um, oh, hang on, I got that wrong. Yeah, but it's close but, enough. But did he not then? Um, I'm sure he then he went a real sausage there for something like one point eight million, didn't he? He did. Yeah. And then, do you know where he went after that? Um, I remember he went to Villa, and I think yeah. he played in Turkey. Do you remember who he played for in Turkey? I think it probably was either Galatasaray or Fenerbahce. Fenerbahce, okay. yeah. And then, do you know where he went? Did he go, did he play for the Metropolitan Police? But potentially, yeah. <laughs> well, no, that, that wasn't uh, that wasn't anything aimed at Daly or he's or any any. Oh any, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This it is my it's my poor my... that shorthand has put met. So if anyone out there, yeah. we've, we've nailed it Mets, down. Do you reckon? We think it might be Mets, but or Metropolitan. Sure. Metropol- yeah, yeah. I don't think it was. Force, yeah, yeah, someone would say. Um, and then and after that, that I didn't know. Yeah, Man Manchester City. City yeah. Didn't know that. I cannot recall seeing him in a Man City shirt, but there you go. One of the most Great exciting player. players I've oh. ever seen to play for town. Explosive pace, explosive shot. Yeah. yeah. Raw talent. What a player. 21 goals and 69 yeah. appearances. And then 21, 20 of those 21 goals were all from at least 70 yards <laughs> out, I think. They were absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I think he scored one from our own penalty, penalty area. Penalty area, actually. yeah. Um, ben struggled to say that on the pod on yeah, Monday. It's not because it, yeah, it's, it's it, it went against his whole uh, literate, uh, literacy... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, up, we'll bring him round on the twenty fourth of March. Jeff Hammond, ah, oh, Jeff, is yeah. going to be sixty eight. He yep. was born in Sudbury. Yep. Um, again, sixty nine appearances, same as Dalian Atkinson. Mm. Uh, he scored two goals. Mm-hmm. Now I was going to ask you a little bit about this. Obviously, he was a, he was a fullback, and he had to compete with Mick Mills. Yeah, I'd say I saw you put that, and I think yep. you're right. But I think ultimately, probably left because I seem to remember he left about seventy four. Would have been Burley. Probably, yeah. Because by that time, Burley was coming through, and certainly when Burley came through, I'm yeah. going like that. Yeah. Mills shuffled across to left back, I like mean, a back crab. Hammond, but you're quite right. Hammond back in the days there was, um, yeah, he wasn't in in those days. He wasn't been an understudy to Mick Mills. I think Burley would have been the final thing that perhaps would have, yeah, you know, was his um, exit. You know, promoted his exit. But Colin Harper was very much the left back. Uh, you know, it was Mills best best Harper Mills Morris. Hunter Beatty, that you know, yeah, Colin Harper. So, um, and he's, yeah, you're quite right. He's Richard Wright's father-in-law. Yeah. So they are related. Yeah. So we've actually found an, another uh, <laughs> footballing relation. We have indeed. And Jeff Hammond went to Man City. He did. He yeah. did. Yeah. Don't know what happened. Can't recall what happened to him after then. But yeah, big, big, tall. You know, uh, right back. Looked like he could have played centre half actually. Yeah. So then the stat machine liked the fact that Jeff Hammond was born in Sudbury and thought, is there any other player that plays for Ipswich um, that was born in Sudbury around the 21st to 27th of March? And it stumbled across on the 27th of March. Stuart, see you later, Slater, will be 49. Yeah. It never really clicked for him at Ipswich, did it? Eight eight, appearances, four goals. Yeah. I mean, I know some midfielders be... Quite happy to have that sort of was ratio, yeah, but I yeah, I think the thing is, obviously, he famously turned down town as a as an apprentice and went to West Ham. Bit of a wonder kid at West Ham, yeah, he? he was. And I, th- I think I want to say he held the keepy uppy record or something. 
I believe you're right. Yeah, something yep. like yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also another thing about him, he also in his house in Sudbury, he's got the um, the hammers uh, badge on the on the side of his wall. Classy. Yeah, as you do. Classy. You know, because you wouldn't want to draw attention to yourself. Not at all. Um, so he left West Ham and he signed for Liam Brady's Celtic in a £1.5 million yeah, pound he deal. Did well, didn't he? Well, I think he signed for Liam Brady's Celtic. Yep. But anyway, he signed for Celtic and at some point mm-hmm. Liam Brady's the manager there. Liam yeah, Brady yeah, certainly, I think, was the manager that um, John, John Lyle then uh, rekindled their, their relationship. I'm guessing he was... Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. He played under yeah, under Lyle at West Ham. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we signed him for Celtic for seven hundred and fifty thousand, and I think you're right. He um, he he certainly didn't come across as a wonder kid, or even somebody who could hold a record for the keep you up. <laughs> he he always looked like he might though. He he, he had flashes, didn't he, Slater? So he yeah. could do something brilliant, and then the next minute he just couldn't control a five yard ball. Yeah, he was a he just, you know, bounce off him, but yeah, he had flashes of brilliance. You just, could see you could see it was there, but it was just never really consistent enough. And I thought. Yeah, he was really small, wasn't he? A bit yeah. lightweight sometimes. When it got really tough, yeah, you, you wouldn't see him. But Is he like a Teddy Bishop? Um, no. Sort of Te- different... Teddy's probably a bit no. stockier than... No, no, no. I'd, I'd say... No, I'd say Slater was more of a, a runner-dribbling type um, yeah. midfielder. Yeah, well, I always had him down. You say midfielder, like almost a wide winger type forward, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, he, yeah, he never quite happened. Then I see, did we... Got rid of him to Watford, did we? Yeah, went to Watford, and I think he then later on went to play for Forest oh, Green. Oh, he got Forest Green in again. Yeah, well, and yeah. Um, I think he also might have played, I don't know what my notes say, he either played for the Metropolitan Police or, or Mets. I'm not quite sure about the last team he played for, but he had one more team after after Forest Green. Okay. So, yeah, that's two um, two players that were that were born in Sudbury. There you go. I'm Can sure. you name the third? Oh, there is one. No, there might be, but <laughs> sure. if you're listening to this at home, you can go and find out if there I'm was sure another there player born is. in Sudbury. Probably, yeah. probably is. So there you go, mate. We're all done. Cheers, mate. Enjoyed that. Um, just to remind everyone, this is part of the Blue Monday Network of podcasts, so please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And please, please tweet us your memories, good or bad, to at Blue Monday ITFC. Um, hope you enjoyed this week. If you remember any of the events we talk about, if you have any suggestions, then let us know on social media at Blue Monday ITFC, at David Diamond 3, at Renegade Statman can be found at ChompX3. And also don't forget to hit follow on there. And please give us a like at facebook.com slash Blue Monday ITFC. Um, <laughs> I say Ben will be here with a preview show on Friday, but uh, spoiler alert, we've got an international break. So um, we'll be here actually <laughs> next Wednesday. No, um, Ben will be here. If it's a normal week, Ben will be here with a preview show on Friday. I'll be back on the flagship show with Ben on Monday, which will feature stats, brilliant stat of the week. And with any luck, we'll be back with more nostalgia this time next week. I will see you then, stat. Yeah, thanks for listening. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants.
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.